Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of the Podcast Manager Show. I'm so excited that you're here. And if this is your first episode, extra special welcome to you. If you are a returning listener, you know I love you. Thank you so much for listening to the show each week. This episode, we are gonna be talking about how to maintain momentum while building a profitable podcast management business. And I love this topic because one thing that I think is so essential in starting a podcast management business and building something that's profitable is your mindset around the longevity of this. So we're going to dive into that today. And I'm going to give you five things that you can do to maintain momentum when you're building your profitable podcast management business. But before I get into that, I wanted to let you guys know some super exciting news. I'm going to be hosting a five-day kickstart, kind of like a challenge, but I'm calling it a kickstart, a five-day kickstart that's going to take the guesswork out of becoming a podcast manager. So if you are in the phase of you're thinking that this is what you want to do, you haven't joined the podcast manager program yet, and you're like, you're kind of stuck in the middle and you're thinking, I I want to do this, but I'm I'm kind of confused on what it's going to take. This kickstart is going to be perfect for you because I'm going to walk you through the steps of how to become a profitable podcast manager in five days. So this kickstart starts on Monday, May 2nd, and you can get your ticket at laurenwrighton.com forward slash kickstart, and we will have that link in the show notes. I'm so excited that I'm going to be going live every day for five days and hanging out with you guys who are thinking about podcast management. I mean, you know how much I love this. I love these topics. So the fact that I'm going to be live with you talking about these things, I just I'm so excited. So hopefully you are just as excited because we're going to have a blast in May. All right. So with that being said, let's talk about where your mindset needs to be at whenever you are building a profitable podcast management business. And one of the things that I see in common between people that really build a profitable podcast management business for the long haul is their mindset that they're doing this for the long haul. So if you're still in that place where you're like, is this the right thing? Is it not? That's okay. But eventually you have to switch into the mindset of like, hey, I'm committed to this niche. I'm committed to podcast management because that when you make that switch, then honestly, things get easier because if you're looking at other people around you that are maybe at the exact same point as you or they're a step in front of you or a step behind you, all of that just kind of eliminates because you see other podcast managers on their own paths and they're finding their way and you're you're committed to your path. You're committed to, I'm going to make this work and it might look different. It's going to look different in a year. It's going to look different in two years, but I'm committed to this and I'm committed to see where this takes me. So it's not like you have to be like, okay, I'm committing to be a podcast manager for five years. Okay, no, because how can we commit to something like that? Like we need to be more flexible, I think. But you're committing to your path. So I think first off, 
starting with that mindset and knowing that you aren't going to let yourself get chiniatric syndrome every two months, you're committed to where this takes you. That is one of really, I'm, I really want to emphasize this. This is really one of the things I've seen most in common between the podcast managers that I've found true long-term success because my program, it's been open since 2019. So it's 2022, three years. I'm looking around and seeing all these people that are still around. And there's people that are that took my course in January 2019 that aren't, aren't podcast managers anymore, right? But I look at the people that are still podcast managers and have grown these businesses and see, wow, they've made it their own, which I love, I love, and they're still doing it. And so what can we learn from them? And this is one of the main things that I want you to learn from them is that the mindset of I'm in this for the long haul. So with that mindset, at the forefront of our minds, how can we maintain this momentum over years in building our profitable podcast management business? So maybe you're just trying to get started. Okay, once you get started, how do we how do we keep going? How do we keep growing? How do we keep interested? How do we, I'm going to talk about that today. So the first thing that I want to share with you is I want you to set your own pace. And this is kind of a common thread in my podcast. So nothing super new here, but I want you to set your own personal pace. I listened to this podcast episode by Pat Flynn. He has a couple podcasts. I can't remember exactly which podcast it was on, but he talked about the 20 mile march. And it was this concept that if you are just going to march 20 miles a day, that could feel easy some days. It's going to feel hard some days, but that's just your goal. That's your goal every single day. So some days, if you march 60 miles, you might be exhausted and not march anything the next day. And then the next day you have to take a rest as well. And then you're you're like, quote unquote, behind if you would have just done 20 miles each day. So his, so the idea behind this is like, just get a couple things done a week, but choose what those things are and just stick with those and be super consistent. And I think that's one way to do this. And I see in my own business how just having set work hours has helped me a lot of saying, okay, I'm early on, it was like, I'm going to work four nights a week. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to my basement four nights a week and I'm going to work. And the work's going to look different, but I'm going to set aside that time to work. So maybe it's work hours for you or it's a set of tasks that you're like, this is, you know, this is what I'm going to do each week. But I also see myself and other people doing kind of like, you know, a 60 mile march at times. And so I don't, necessarily want us to restrain ourselves in by setting a pace and then never breaking from it. I think there are times where you you kind of skip ahead and then sometimes where you just go back to your 20 mile march. So let yourself have that steady pace. Choose that steady pace for you, whether it's slower or faster than other people, you have your steady pace. And then whenever you're, you know, you have more time in your life or you feel really inspired you've got a new idea, whatever you can do, you know, you can skip 60 miles for a couple a couple days, you know, as an example, but then get back to your your set pace. This also helps me as a mom. When I like we just came off of spring break, we had two weeks of spring break. One week we were in Florida, the second week we were home. You know, I, I wanted to spend time with my girls and also multitasking with my girls is nearly impossible. Like I'm not going to work and have, you know, and be with them. It's just too hard for me. So I took a lot of time off that week. 
both of those weeks. And so then my mindset on Monday morning when when they go back to school is 20 mile march. Don't worry about the things that weren't done on those two weeks. Right. That's what our freelance businesses are all about is that type of flexibility. So don't worry. Of course, I, I prepped ahead and, and things like that. But just get back to that 20 mile march. Don't feel like you're behind. Just get back to marching. And, and so that helps me a lot as a mom to like kind of reset myself in times where I, I take breaks and, and things like that. The second point that I wanted to make here was expect ups and downs. And logically, we know everything in life has ups and downs and our businesses will have ups and downs. Our momentum will have ups and downs. Our success will have ups and downs. And so if we can be prepared for those ups and downs and expect those ups and downs, we're going to be steps ahead of ourselves if we're like completely destroyed, you know, internally when we have ups and downs. So the two things that I want you to do to expect ups and downs is number one, be prepared with a community. So have people that are in your corner, other freelancers that maybe are in the same stage of business as you or maybe a step in front of you, find and join a community so that when you have your highs, you can celebrate them. And when you have your lows, you can lean on them. And this is something that I think we we know is important, but we don't always take the time to invest in the community. So make it a commitment to yourself that you're going to build a little network around yourself, a community around yourself, so that you can maintain momentum in building your business. The second thing I want you to do to expect up and ups and downs is know how to make the phone ring when it's not. So this concept is from Failing Up by Leslie Odom Jr. And I've talked about that book, this book on the podcast before, finally finished it. But he is one of the stars of Hamilton, if you're not familiar with who that is. Number one, read the book. But he talks about how he had to learn the skill of knowing how to make the phone ring when it didn't. So and I, I think this is so cool because it's like, yes, there's times where we have all of these inquiries about our podcast management services. And we're like, oh, I'm flying high. I am rocking it. My business is taking off. You know, now I've got new problems of too many clients or, you know, whatever. And, and the, the phone's ringing and, you know, we're feeling good. And personally, I really struggle with ups and downs I, or I have before struggled and I've tried to build these systems to help me. Because I, I have the mindset that like once I reach a new high, I'm never going to go below that. I'm just going to keep building and building and building. So like if I, you know, I'm used to getting, let's just say hypothetically, like five discovery calls a week or like a certain income level a month, I then think like I'm never going to be below that. This is my new normal. <laughs> and so that's something that I've really had to work on is that that's not practical, you know, you, you might have a great month, you might have a great week, but like that doesn't mean that you're a failure if you have less the next month, right? And so knowing how to make the phone ring, knowing how to bring in the money when it's not just naturally flowing in, that is a skill. So it's, it's just a skill. We just have to get better at it. We have to learn how to make the phone ring those months if it's not ringing. And so that's one way we can really expect and embrace the ups and downs in our businesses. Okay, the, the fourth thing I wanted to share is really different than what I've touched on. It's that I want you to allow yourself to enjoy your clients' successes. This is tough for a lot of podcast managers. I see this often that they don't really embrace 
the role that they play in their client's successes. And it makes sense to me. I mean, I've, I've been there as well, because when your client like has this big success with their show, you're like, well, it's their content. It's their audience. It's their message. But you play a really crucial role in that, in that you're supporting them, right? None of us can do anything alone. And it's like, you know, maybe a nanny looking at a mom who has, you know, has had a success with their child and and not realizing the role that they play. And it's like, wait, day in and day out, you're also helping this person become a great human. So this is also your success, you know? So allowing yourself to enjoy your client successes is really something that I would hope that you would practice so that when it happens, you can you can just sit in it. Like literally just like sit in it and say, wow, like that's awesome that we reached this. We did it together. And you know, you don't need to be like all build yourself up and this is all about me and they couldn't do it without me. Like it doesn't need to look like that. It could just be a couple moments spent saying, my efforts played a role in this client's success and I can help another client do that as well. And look at the positive impact that I'm making on my client's community or the world at large. So practice allowing yourself to enjoy your client's successes and in even your own successes. If you just have a hard time celebrating, it doesn't need to be balloons and, you know, a cake and a new outfit. It can be something a lot more simple than that. But get good at enjoying successes because that's going to help you maintain this momentum when building a business. Okay, the last thing I wanted to touch on when it comes to maintaining this momentum is increasing your rates. That's the first thing. And making hard calls is the second thing. So increase your rates. This is huge because if you're if you get to a certain spot in your podcast management business and you kind of like put yourself on a plateau with your prices because they feel good, you know how to deliver on it. Awesome. That's a good place to be in, right? But you have to keep reevaluating so that you don't burn yourself out because all of a sudden you start kind of getting slack and you're doing more for the same rate or, you know, you're learning a ton, but you're, you're not increasing your rates. Like you have to continue to reevaluate if you're getting paid the value that you're, you're delivering. So increase your rates. If you know you need to increase your rates and you're like, I know, I know, I just haven't done it yet, blah, 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 blah. This is the second part of this tip is make the hard calls. Embody the CEO (laughs) that's inside of you and know with this business, I'm the one that has to make the hard calls and I can do that. I can do that. I can rise to the occasion and I can make the hard calls. So maybe the hard call is is letting go of a client that is kind of, you know, maybe sucking the soul out of you. (laughs) You know, you you love them as a person. They're super awesome. But anytime you get on a call with them, it's going to be like an hour and a half. And it was supposed to be 20 minutes. Or, you know, you know that you can't. I hear this a lot. I know I can't raise my rates on them because you know that like maybe they're not making any money or whatever. Number one, we we don't know if we can raise our rates on someone. We can raise our rates and they might they might not be able to, you know, to work with us anymore. But that's part of the maybe the hard call so that you don't burn out. So it doesn't kind of just like suck everything out of you and then you have nothing left for your business. So sometimes the hard calls are letting go of clients, raising rates on clients, and maybe it's hiring help and maybe it's getting rid of certain help in your business. So we as, like I said, embody that CEO inside of you and make those hard calls. 
the times that I've struggled to make those hard calls, like getting rid of certain clients or, you know, knowing, okay, my business is moving in this direction. I need to make the hard call and and get rid of this or, you know, pivot in this way. It's so easy to sit on the decision. I have done it where, you know, it's like, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this for April. And then April passes. (laughs) I'm going to do it for May. And May passes and it's June and you finally do it. Like I remember finally letting go of a client in October of a year. And I remember thinking, realizing that, wait, I said I was going to do this on August 1st and I'm finally doing it on October. And I just had to laugh at myself because it's like I wasted so much energy thinking about it over the course of two months when I should have just done it. And you have to learn a lesson there of like, okay, maybe I'm going to push myself next time to make that hard call a little bit sooner. Maybe it was the perfect time. I don't know. But make those hard calls and and focus on making those decisions because then we can just eliminate all of the thinking and rethinking. I don't know. Maybe you're not like that. But as you can tell, I'm definitely a thinker. I don't like to call myself an overthinker because some things do need to be thought out thoroughly. And, th- and some things take time. But I definitely am a thinker and an evaluator and very intentional with the decisions that I make. So if you're on board with building a long-term profitable podcast management business, I want to recap what I want you to do. First off, have the mindset that you're in this for the long haul, that you're committed to this path and where it takes you. Set your pace, know what your normal pace is and allow yourself to jump ahead at times, but then know what your normal pace is. I want you to allow yourself to enjoy your client's successes and your own successes. I would love for you to expect the ups and downs with a com- by being prepared with a community and by knowing how to make the phone ring when it's not. And lastly, in order to maintain momentum in building your business over the long haul, I would recommend that you continue to increase your rates and make the hard calls when it's time. All right. Thank you so much for being here today. Don't forget, you can join. You can get on the list for the five-day kickstart at laurenwrighton.com forward slash kickstart. I am so pumped to spend those five days with you. If you're considering being a podcast manager, you still need to learn the skills, the systems, the processes, and how to land clients. This is going to be perfect for you. So join us at laurenwrighton.com forward slash kickstart. And we're going to start on Monday, May 2nd. All right. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.